it's that time of year again. Actually, it's officially the first that time of year for the family CTO. So, we're celebrating by releasing five holiday gadget gift guides this month, one for each of the main topic areas we cover. As a reminder, since we recently tweaked them a little, they are audio video, home office automation and security, food and health, outdoor and travel, and grandparents, kids, and pets. Our goal for each gift guide will be to mention cool items you might not have already heard about, but that you'd be delighted to either give or receive. In other words, these gadgets have to be fun and deliver a wow factor in how they use technology. So having said that, we're kicking off our five-part gift guide series this episode with one of the site's funnest categories, grandparents, kids, and pets. Since we'll mostly be focused on kids, our guest today is from Gab Wireless. After all, what kid doesn't want a new phone? Especially if it's their first phone. Yes, kids have already heard about phones and know they exist. But this young company is making cell phones that are both kid and parent approved. How? Let's find out. here today with Anne-Marie McDonald from Gab Wireless. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do with Gab Wireless and how you got involved with them? Sure. So thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about Gab and how I became involved. So I have four children aging from five to 15, and we gave our oldest a smartphone. And I saw about after three or four months, even though we had it locked down, that the creativity started to dim and it became a real problem. He was just in his phone and became the zombie. And I started to search for a product and I came across Stephen Dalby, who had a similar issue with his 13 year old. And he was bound and determined to find a phone that was entirely safe. There are no parental controls needed. You can't load apps. There's no inside back door, side door. It's just an entirely safe phone. So I got the phone from my oldest and it was right at the beginning of quarantine. And it took about five days for him to detox and the creativity started to come back in. And I knew I wanted to be a part of Gap. So essentially I called up Stephen Dalby and said, I want to help put me in. This product is going to the moon. Every single family needs this product as an introductory phone for their child. Cool. So what can you tell us about Gab Wireless itself and how it got started? You mentioned Stephen Dobby. How long have they been around? They've been around two years. It was a typical story of a dad looking for a safe phone for his kid and different products say they're safe, but they're not. And so he said, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that I can give my son a phone with confidence. And he started developing this phone. So you said that your son was losing creativity. How do you mean? What was going on? Well, so being my oldest, I thought, okay, perhaps this is a typical teenage behavior where they just disconnect. They don't want to talk. It got so bad. I had to turn on the light and say, hey, stop playing the game. I, I have to talk to you. I have something I need to say. And he used to sketch, used to build things. He would be creative. And that just stopped. That's when I started to realize the phone and the screen time are related to this behavior. And so we did the experiment and it's exactly what we found. They were completely tied together. We took the phone, gave him the gab. And of course there was some pushback, but he thanks me. It's the gift really that he didn't know that he wanted. I know just from my own experience that sometimes you think kids want TV. 
I have a seven-year-old and if I let her watch TV, I think, wow, I'm being a cool dad. And then it gets to be the afternoon and she says, hey, what happened? I thought we were going to do something. And she's actually disappointed. So it's it's the thing that they want, but they really do need some restrictions or they need some sort of a container where it's, okay, this is what you get and there are boundaries. So what can you tell me about the decreased screen time? Why is it decreasing and how does that work? Well, to me, it's just teaching them healthy habits from the beginning. We didn't have smartphones growing up. So this is an entirely new dilemma and issue as a parents we're trying to navigate. And so we need to give them step-by-step tools. So for instance, our parents wouldn't have given us an entire chocolate cake. Here we give our child a completely loaded phone and games and say, sit in front of the screen all day. We have to, as the parent, take charge, be confident in that and give them a phone that's locked down or give them a phone and say, hey, you have 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day once this is done. It's just teaching them the things that they'll need to carry through their life. Yeah. And so you said that there are no parental controls needed because it's its own little ecosystem. There are, I think I read that there are 14 apps that are just the essential apps, just the things that they really need. And so I'll read off because it's right from the site. So they get music, the phone itself, messaging, which they need to be able to do, contacts, camera, video, gallery to see what they've done, uh, a calendar so they can actually be responsible and make appointments and things. Yes, I actually have jobs in my kids' phones, so they know exactly what to expect at the beginning of the day. Oh, that's a good idea. So you go into their phone and actually put it on there. I I do it once a week. It's not hard to manage, but when they get up, they know exactly what to expect and it's clear. So it's better than putting a post-it note on their forehead because it's actually something that they're going to look at because they're going to be looking at their phone. And then there are a couple of other things like clock and voice recorder, but you're saying there are no back doors. There's not really a way for them to go out and get other stuff and do other stuff. So you don't need to worry that they're out there streaming stuff and they're not going to be TikToking and all that stuff that is just distracting. That's right. And there are other options out there for parental controls, but the problem is there are ways around it. A parent may think that the Kindle app is safe. It's horrible. The kids can get their hands on whatever subject that they want and whatever image they want. It's scary because kids, they're just out there. And so it seems like along with the actual device, there need to be conversations about this is what responsible people do and don't do when they're online. And now that you have a phone, there are responsibilities with it. And it's not just, hey, I have a phone. Yay. It's okay. Now that you have a phone, you're now accountable in an age appropriate way. And it becomes a basic human learned behavior. It's just like we teach our kids hygiene. We teach our kids appropriate tech habits, and this phone is the best way to do it. Now, let's talk about the actual hardware for a little bit, because sometimes when you say, I have a camera, like back when people had cameras, now here's a kid's camera, and the kid's camera looks like it's a kitty camera, it's plasticky and colored and whatever. I've looked at these phones, these just look like phones. So I think to the kids, this looks like, hey, I'm getting an actual phone. What are the choices of phones? It is pretty simple. So we have the basic phone that uh, is the calling and texting. And then we have the 2 which is what we're so excited about because it allows for essential apps like the calendaring, GPS. So the child can leave their phone somewhere and the parent can find it. Or there are settings on the GPS that the child's phone will notify the parent's phone when they've arrived at certain destinations. So that's very exciting. With the Z2, we're also in the next couple months launching a whole gab music of non-explicit tunes that they can pick from, which is very exciting. 
So it can actually grow with the child. So first you want to give your eight-year-old just the basic phone, right? Go ahead. You can do that. And then as they get older, maybe 10, 11, then you give them the Z2 and that has more of the options. And you're right. It's $20 a month and it's month to month. So that's the great thing is there's no contract and we really want every family to try it. And the phones themselves are stripped down Android phones, but they're only like $100. Right. What's so hard is it's actually much more difficult to have built this indestructible phone from the inside out. There's plenty of options that are just wrapped to look safe, but the Gab phone is solid. But the thing we're very excited about is at Gab, we have Gab Life and a program designed just for kids. We have child ambassadors that are incredible at their craft. And they can log on to a computer and be inspired by living outside the screen. And we have all sorts of resources for them, as well as they can take their Gab Life to various partners that we have and get discounts. So for instance, circus tricks, they can go to the trampoline park, bring their Gab phone and get a discount. We are all about kids living and growing and having awesome experiences because they're not zombified by their phones. So that's interesting because it actually is something where they're excited about the phone, but it gets them something. If I were a kid and I got a phone, that would be enough. But that's pretty cool because then they feel even more special about it. Yes, empowered. And it's nice because we want the kids to feel like they're rebelling against the norm. Your kid starts to realize that's actually not cool. It's really cool to adventure and put down my phone and live. So we're cultivating that so that as a parent, I don't become the nag saying, get off your phone, get off your phone. The child will ultimately say, this is a lifestyle and I'm loving it. It sounds like a phone that was made by parents to make parents happy, but usually there's the the broccoli factor. You have to say, okay, this is good for you, but do I want to do this? That's what the kid's thinking. And the kid gets this and there's this lifestyle stuff and they actually do. In full disclosure, you guys sent me, because I have a a nine-year-old about to be 10-year-old, and she's Mm -hmm. been begging for a phone. And we've said, there's no way that we want you to have a phone. Yes. And we've just been testing it for a little while. And it's a new thing for the family. I didn't grow up with a phone. And I also haven't parented a kid with a phone. And then the younger siblings are looking like, okay, when am I going to get my phone? So now it's a whole conversation. And it's like with anything, with schoolwork or anything, the parents or whoever the caretakers are, they have to be involved and regulate it. But this does so much of the work that I don't have to worry about. So then I can focus on, okay, are you being responsible with your phone? Here's how to charge it. Here's how to change certain settings. And they're just so into using it that they can focus on what the phone is for. And like you said, not be just complete zombies because the goal is for them to be connected so they can move on. And if they have activities or we need to know where they are, then we can do that. And so I love how this is something that's for them that helps them and it really doesn't hurt them. Exactly. So I saw something on your site recently. Let's talk about, since we're getting into the the giving area in the holiday season, I saw a couple of interesting things on your site. I saw that we're recording this in November, but this is probably gonna air in December. Yesterday, you guys announced that you were giving away 2,500 phones, and I'm guessing that they all went like yesterday. Even though folks might have missed out on that, they can still go to the site because they're probably going to be discounts. I think there is something like 20% off now. So they go to Gab Wireless. It's G-A-B-B. There are two Bs. Gabwireless.com, or if they want to be fancy, gabwireless.com slash Z2, 
And that goes right to the page that gives the different phones and the plans. And it's all pretty easy. And that's really something we hang our hat on that you order the phone, comes to your house in two to three days and you turn it on. All of the apps are preloaded. It's simple. It's probably why I got into gadgets. Anytime I can do less thinking, it's good for everybody. (laughs) So last but not least, I want to talk about Save the Kids. I saw that you guys donated $25,000 to the Save the Kids Foundation. So can you tell me a little bit more about the foundation, what they're all about and how they're helping out? Sure. So Colin Karchner, who tragically passed away in October, really was the leader for Save the Kids. He would talk across the nation about the dangers of social media. And he really brought to light the issues of depression and cyberbullying and all the things that really people weren't really talking about. They were happening, but Colin just brought it forward. And then it became this movement where teenagers saw and and could recognize in them the effects of social media. And so they were getting off social media. They were then looking for ways to disconnect and have that healthy habit that perhaps wasn't taught in the home. And Stephen came to Colin right at the beginning of Gab and said, I'm going to make a safe phone for kids. And Colin said, if you can do it, I'll be your biggest advocate and supporter. And he was. I think the thing that makes Gab great is that it's a great balance between engaging them and disengaging them. Yes. And I think they need that. I think there need to be lines drawn that say, okay, there's a reason to have a phone. This is the reason. And it's clearly meant to be a first phone. So at some point they'll grow out of it and maybe it's in a year or two. And then they say, okay, now I'm responsible. I know how to use a phone. Like you don't give a kid a motorcycle. You give them tricycle, bicycle, maybe a a leaning bicycle. And so you work your way up. And so giving an iPhone is essentially like giving them maybe not a motorcycle, but at least a really fast scooter (laughs) that you need to know that you know how to handle it first and then you get it. We're not anti-technology here at Gap. We're actually for technology. We just believe we've just got to inch our way towards learning these healthy habits and behaviors. Great. Well, Anne-Marie, thanks so much for coming by today. And we'll be looking out for more fun stuff from Gab. Fantastic. Okay, now it's time to showcase 10 or 20 seriously fun tech toys. In most cases, we're recommending these products based on having actually used them or seen in a live demo. But in every case, these kids' toys are things I wish I had when I was a kid, because I would have loved to have gotten them as presents. As you may have seen just before you started listening, non-affiliate links that go directly to the product pages, where possible, are listed in the episode's description. Okay, let's dive in. First, we have Wowee's Power Treads. It goes for $25 to $30, and it's basically like the rolling track of a bulldozer. You snap together the plastic rails around its battery-powered rollers, then set up a track for it to speed over. It even has a cool four-legged walker you can put the power treads into so it walks around, toppling over stuff if you like. There's something quaint about something that moves on its own that you can't control with an app, right? Just good old-fashioned fun and mayhem. Second, Educational Insights offers a few of their Circuit Explorer kits, which range from $30 to $60. They're basically neat rockets and moon rovers that snap together but then also do cool stuff because they have simple circuitry built in. So it's great for both imaginative play and STEM learning. Never did I think I'd be featuring a doll on this channel, 
but then I met Spin Master's Mealtime Magic. Two versions, Mia and Maya, are around $40, and they're lifelike in a few ways that are actually endearing. Yes, she coos and cries, but more than that, she lets you know when she's hungry, but when you touch her special spoon to the colorful food palette and then to her lips to feed her, she reacts based on the actual taste you offer, like whether it's yummy or sour, and you can even rock her to sleep. She has such a cute little snore. Very lifelike and definitely brings out the parent in your little one. The Mega Cyborg Hand is $40. It's from Thames and Cosmos, and dude, it's called Mega Cyborg Hand. What else do you need to know? Kind of like something out of Matrix or Avatar, it's a 16-inch mechanical hand that kids wear over their excited little human hand. As they try to grip and pick up various items, they learn about the science of pneumatic and hydraulic systems. Another one that caught my eye at this year's Toy Fair is the Zing Gogo Bird. It's a remote-controlled device that looks and flies like a bird, flapping its wings, swooping, dipping, and curving all over the place. The remote control is a fairly simple joystick with a few buttons you can click to have it do tricks, like figure eights. It needs a fair amount of space because it's a bit challenging to maneuver. I haven't had much luck with it indoors other than startling my cat and other family members, but I've successfully flown it outside and only got it stuck in a tree a couple of times. It's not really for little kids and takes some practice, but this fancy aviator is super fun and $50. I've always been into magic, and I remember that trying to learn tricks as a little kid was a little, well, tricky. The books had confusing writing, and the illustrations were sometimes hard to follow. Enter Abacus Brand's VR Kit. The official product name is Professor Maxwell's Virtual Reality Magic Trick Set for Kids. Now you know why I said VR Kit. Professional videos give kids, or really whoever's watching, a special insider's angle to see how tricks are done. I truly believe that the ability to experience and perform magic is one of the coolest things a person can do. You can't get away from the fact that it requires practice to be done well, but it's much easier to get and stay into if a big part of the frustration factor is taken out of the equation. And that's what this kit does. If we were giving an award for the simplest concept that's the easiest to use with the biggest wow slash fun factor, it would go to Airfort. Kids love playing in forts, but sometimes making them is a pain between gathering all the pillows and blankets, rearranging couches and chairs, ensuring their structural integrity, not having any little brothers ruin that structural integrity. Airfort is carefully crafted from a parachute-like material that takes on the shape of an igloo when you attach it with the included Velcro tabs to a standard 20-inch window fan, which isn't included. Even on the lowest fan setting, it takes shape, hovers magically over the ground and offers plenty of room for three or four kids to have a snack, read scary stories, or just hang out and play. And it doesn't feel cold and windy like you'd think, although you can turn up the fan if you want to breeze. There's a protective mesh panel to section off the fan from the play area for safety in case your kids suddenly get the urge to tunnel toward the fan. And the best part is, when it's time to clean up, just turn off the fan, stuff the thing in its little sack, and you're done. AccuTime offers a bunch of licensed interactive watches for kids. We were drawn to the Avengers-themed one that Walmart appears to be offering for $35, but these iTime watches go across other beloved themes, 
Each device allows kids to change the watch face, play games, take selfie pics and videos, and of course, it's covered in the characters from your child's favorite entertainment franchise. What kid doesn't like to jam out to tunes? A UK accessories maker called Thumbs Up makes a series of really fun, really little, rechargeable wireless animal speakers. Cute little two-inch unicorns, pandas, foxes, and more. I've seen them for around $20 on Amazon for those of us in the US. Now, as required by tech journalist law when reviewing small Bluetooth speakers, we can confirm that they do in fact offer a great sound for their tiny size. Don't expect bass, but they get reasonably loud. If you'd prefer that your kids keep their music to themselves, look no further than Puro Sound Labs. For $60 to $90, you not only get super stylish wireless headphones, but they're designed for kids in terms of the size, how they limit the maximum volume to protect those little ears, and include a special cable to allow for two pairs to share music coming from the same source, a godsend while traveling, assuming you just have two kids. Okay, so now it's time to break into triple digits for a few items with a higher price tag and wow factor. First on the list is VTech's Kidazoom Creator Cam. I've seen it for just over $100 on Amazon, but you might find it cheaper on eBay, so shop around. It's a whole green screen studio in a box. Using the selfie stick that turns into a tripod, they can create all sorts of virtual backgrounds, pretend to be a weather reporter, play games, and even edit their videos, adding other trick effects. Using its USB port, you can save their masterpieces to a computer, but it's not a connected camera so they can't just wirelessly share creations right from the device, which is good for parents to know. Razer, the same folks who popularize kick scooters, have a bunch of adrenaline-inducing electric rides for $200 and up. My kids, aged 3, 7, and 9, love the Crazy Cart Shift. This summer, we got an opportunity to try one out, so we strapped on some helmets and took it to a nearby tennis court. Despite being below the recommended age, my son was able to steer and navigate it just fine, though he was more comfortable on the slower setting. And the girls had fun on the faster setting, power drifting, doing little donuts, and honestly just spinning around in a way that made me dizzy just to watch. Since then, Razer has released an XL model for those of us who happen to be over 16 and weigh more than 120 pounds. I'd love to try out one of those. And I'd be interested to see how the kids would adapt to Razor's electric scooter and dirt bike offerings, which look like they require some more balance, space, and practice. But that's for another time. Last, and definitely most, on the kids list, T9 the Robot. Back in February when I first saw it, it was going for $500, but I've spotted it more recently for under $400. Still a chunk of change, but listen to what it can do. Using just voice commands, you can tell it to change from robot to car and then back again. Shoot fake bullets and launch pretend grenades, dance, and do other stuff. Again, that's all just by powering it on and talking to it directly. Using the app, you can not only drive it around while in car mode, but command it to do push-ups and other complex movements. And that's where it gets interesting. Other than just being a fun novelty, T9 is a sophisticated, programmable, highly articulated robot that helps teach kids coding skills by trying to come up with fun and new ways to activate his many moving parts. So it's way more than just a dancing robot. 
definitely the kind of toy that evolves depending on how much and how long you use it. Okay, since the name of this gift guide is Grandparents, Kids, and Pets, let's rattle off some cool gifts for the grandparents and pets out there. To help Grandma and Grandpa hear the TV better, we have a few options. In fact, we're going to be featuring a whole article soon that rounds up a bunch of options for wirelessly delivering TV audio. But, spoiler alert, here are a couple of our favorites. Sony's WS-1 is a U-shaped speaker you wear around your neck. It shoots the sound up towards the listener's ear. It also provides a haptic rumble on your shoulders to deepen the immersion of the bass sounds. If you crank it up, others nearby will hear it, but overall it's mostly just audible to the listener. We love the flexibility of Sennheiser's Flex 5000, which allows you to plug your favorite wired earphones or headphones into a little module that connects wirelessly to its base unit, which is in turn wired to your TV's audio outputs. Both that system and the Sony we mentioned are about $200. Other options are more or less expensive and address hearing loss to a greater or lesser extent. But what's nice about these is that the volume can be controlled independently from the TV's volume, meaning ultimately that everyone can hear shows and movies at a volume that's comfortable for them. Speaking of the TV, Independa is a system that uses the TV to communicate with grandma and grandpa. For $40 a month or $400 a year, they get a video camera that they connect to their TV and perch on top of it. Then through an app or computer, various friends and relatives with different roles and permissions can interact with grandma and grandpa. If the TV's off, it can trigger a message sent to their phone to let them know someone's trying to reach them. So it's also for safety and making sure they're okay, but it's mostly a fairly easy way to keep in touch, share pictures, and do live video calls without them having to fumble for a phone or computer. That's just a couple of items that grandparents might appreciate, and now here are some for you pet lovers. For the felines in your life, it's hard to beat the price and amusement factor of the Hexbug Nano robotic cat toy. For less than 10 bucks, this crazy critter marches around with a feather attached. Fun to watch on a couple of levels. On the more sophisticated side, Pet Cube's Play 2 is a great looking device that combines a wide angle HD video camera and two-way speaker so you can check in on and remotely interact with your pets, along with Alexa functionality, which opens up all sorts of skills and possibilities. It's $150 and we're going to be doing a more in-depth review later, but it seems promising, so we figured why not mention it here. The game, $55 from Fable Pets, is a wobbly food holder that encourages dogs to hunt and play for snacks. Much more mentally stimulating than simply dropping some chow into a dish and leaving it out. To let your dog play fetch with itself, iFetch offers a couple of models. The Frenzy version is more for indoor situations. The dog drops one of the included balls into the top, the ball winds its way down, randomly pops out of one of three holes, and they repeat. That's $40. For $200, the iFetch 2, T-O-O, actually throws, or rather launches, the included balls 10, 25, or 40 feet, or a random mix of those. So it could be used indoors but the fact that it's rechargeable and has those different distance settings makes it great for parks, beaches, and other outdoor settings. Finally, 
let's round out this multi-themed mega roundup with Weston Willow's custom pet portrait case. For $50, you can not only protect your phone with this heartwarming tech accessory, but possibly even take a picture of your kid and pet and give it as a gift to a grandparent, thus including everyone in today's gift guide category. How's that for a wrap up? Thanks again to our guest, Anne-Marie McDonald, brand ambassador for Gab Wireless. If you'd like to hear more Family CTO podcasts, covering a range of practical tech topics to help you better outfit your digital household, find us and subscribe on Podbean, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Listen Notes, Audible, Apple, Amazon Music, or Google Podcasts. Or easiest of all, just ask your nearest smart speaker to play the Family CTO podcast. Our next episode will include the second of our holiday gift guide series with the topic outdoor and travel tech. Sounds like fun. Until then, just remember, don't be left to your own devices. This podcast, copyrighted 2020, is the intellectual property of the Family CTO, a division of the Gadget Concierge Incorporated. All rights reserved.